It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio and also Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Thursday already, and the 12th of May for 2022. In a moment, Scott O'Neill is here from Rethink Investing, and we are looking at how the impending election might affect commercial investing. Hey, if you're celebrating a birthday today, happy birthday. You're celebrating it with Rami Malek, the actor who played Freddie Mercury in the movie Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was surprised by his age. He's turning 40 today, 4-0. That genuinely surprised me. I didn't think he was any older than, what, 28, 29 years of age. But clearly, he's inherited some great family genes. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au. Okay, let's have a look at your weather today. And it's a good morning to Sydney, where you can expect some rainy bits during the day and a high of 23 degrees. Melbourne, one or two showers and a coolish 19 degrees. Brisbane expecting some rain with 24. And in Perth, also some rain and possibly some of it heavy and just 18 degrees today. Enjoy your morning coffee. Wake up every morning to the Real Estate Podcast. Well, if you're wondering what is happening with that all-important metric of views per listing, which helps to measure the supply and demand in the real estate industry, the steepest monthly declines in views per listing were seen in Hobart, down 16%. Canberra was down to 132 and Sydney down to 124 And when it comes to the median number of days a property was listed on realestate.com.au in April it increased two days month on month to 35 and properties sold more slowly last month in every state and territory except for South Australia and the ACT so not all states are equal. Informing you on real estate. Let's talk commercial, a podcast series with Scott O'Neill. Yes, it is that Thursday time and we're going to be having a look at the election and how the election affects commercial investing. But first, let's get to Scott from Rethink Investing. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Craig. Good to be back. Great to have you back on the podcast. It is a Thursday. So, yeah, it's a really good, interesting question, this, how the election is going to affect the commercial investing. Yeah, look, every every uh, election is slightly different. Like the big theme at the moment is the interest rate increase talk has already resulted in some of the housing markets de- declining, you know, 5 6 7% type numbers. There's different growth drivers in that um, supply and demand ratios as well. But election results in one thing and it, it results in uncertainty. And that uncertainty means people tend to not want to list them as many properties. Like it's a good excuse to delay a listing. So that's one of the big themes we're seeing currently at the moment. There's less stock and particularly in the commercial market. And what's likely, do you think, once we get this post-federal election behind us? Because there's just all this uncertainty that you're talking about. And I guess from your point of view, particularly Rethink Investing, you'd like to sort of get back to business as usual. 
Yeah, exactly. Look, once that uncertainty of the election passes and there's a bit of a back to business mentality, if we see, uh, yeah, look, listings will increase. People have made the decision to sell. Um, you know, they want to sell before winter. That's sort of a bit of a selling season. Um, we're getting pretty close to that. This election is sort of a funny one because there's no great fear with the property market versus, you know, you may remember the negative gearing scrap Labor was proposing to introduce a few years ago. There was a lot more uncertainty back then versus this time around. So to answer your question, Craig, I don't see there's going to be a great deal of change before or after, but look, it's just getting back to business. And that's sort of what everyone really wants uh, after, you know, two and a bit years of COVID as well. And I guess, you know, the investors that are out there, because of that uncertainty from the commercial investors' point of view, they will sort of pick up on different things that each party are saying. And I guess we could highlight now whether there is any one particular party that would actually assist the commercial investor. Yeah, interesting question. There's virtually no real difference between the two parties this time. As you know, Labor scrapped the abolishment of negative gearing. That would have made a big difference to the market. Um, This year, besides the fact they're both uh, trying to help first-time investors or home buyers, should I say, into the market, that's obviously nothing to do with commercial and we're not going to see any sort of policies directed to this uh, in this time around. So I don't think Labor or Liberal is going to make any material difference to us commercial investors and um, no parties dealing with the supply issues. You know, we're finding there's still, you know, that's going to be a major issue for uh, in the residential markets as well. So there's going to be slight differences in immigration levels, like, you know, obviously more people in the country on a permanent basis or even a part-time basis is going to have uh, some positive impacts on the commercial market. But yeah, materially, there's no big difference this year. And that's why as a commercial investor, it's sort of not really a nerve wracking election. I don't think it'll make any difference either way, which is interesting. Yeah, you make a really good point because so much of the policy is around getting first home buyers into residential properties. And I guess from there, you look at the confidence within the commercial space and it's business as usual. That's essentially what you're saying. It's like once you get over the election, let's get into a bit of confidence moving forward. Yeah. And look, there's one thing the commercial property market doesn't need more of from investors is confidence. Like we're seeing so much demand from just yield chasers, people out there using all the money they've got from, uh, you know, years of strong residential growth, like they've refinanced their family home and they're looking to create an income and commercials becoming a bit of a default move. Obviously, the stock market in the last few days has taken a hit. Those types of uh, events will slow up investors because, uh, you know, imagine you've lost uh, 20% of your wealth in the stock market. That could have been part of a deposit for a commercial property. So stock market corrections do slow up the um, commercial market as well. Look, it's, it's a very buoyant market. It's coming off a, a very strong few years, which has been fueled by low interest rates. People prioritizing investing because they haven't traveled as much due to COVID and um, just think the low stock environment is not going to change anytime soon. So unless all the investors just drop off suddenly, uh, I think we're just going to see business as usual. And with that business as usual, once we get post-federal election, the RBA, of course, is going to have another rise, which is coming. What should investors in the commercial space be thinking about with that second rise? 
Yeah, look, good question, Craig. It's uh, it's something that's in the news every day at the moment. All of us knew these rates were going to come. Um, been planning for them for for a half a decade, and most investors, or if you look around at the predictions out there, you know some people are saying there's going to be one point five percent increases in in the rates, maybe two percent. There's a lot of commentators now out there on mainstream media already saying, well, what happens at the end of let's say this two percent increase cycle? The economy could be a bit weaker then. And at that point, one of the triggers to help stimulate growth will be dropping the rates down. So I think, yes, plan for interest rates to be higher in the short term. Structurally, the economy is built on a highly uh, leveraged uh, economy. So I think it's going to go back down at some point and it could be sooner than people think. That's just my two cents on it. Everyone's got a different opinion. You just got to plan for the increases, factor it in your cash flow, see what happens after that. But yeah, make sure you can cover your costs. And in the meantime, those wheels just keep on turning in the commercial space. Hey, Scott, thanks once again. There's plenty of information there, so have yourself a great Thursday. Look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you again, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.